Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. And now it's time for coverage of the 2016-2017 Rowland Eagles Varsity Football Team. Eagles Varsity Football is being brought to you by Spirit Outfitters, Cost Low Insurance, Five Star HVAC, Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors, Fit Body Boot Camp, Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, Brian Chadwick of JPN Associates, Regal and Rustic Estate Sales, Scooters Coffee, Wesson General Contractors, Allen Power Electric, Stephen Sons Heating and Air Conditioning, Chang Lee's Taekwondo, and the Mitchell Law Firm. And now it's time for the pregame show. Good evening, everybody. Welcome into the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show. It's me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio as we are here looking at things here in the pre-game show. Now your Rowland Eagles, they're on the road over here at Williams Stadium. Now folks, Williams Stadium is actually a home game for your Rowland Eagles. And that being said, because it's about the same amount of time that it would take for you to get to HBJ Stadium, you can get to Williams Stadium as well. That having been said, so it's an easy in, easy out, folks. So get over to the Williams Stadium and enjoy this because one of the things I know is every time we come to Williams Stadium, we have a full boat. A lot of times when you look at the crowd on our side of the football field compared to the home team, we, our attendance for our team is so much more than the home team. So, that being said, where we're located at, the noise is unbelievable. It's great, actually, because it's loud. We get to hear the crowd. We get to hear all that good stuff going on. So, we get the full, the full game. We get the full thing you know, the full experience of what Williams is, more so than when we're at HBJ Stadium when we're up in the booths. And and, and I know, and the eagle eye Bill Cerno would agree with me, it's more of an exciting uh, atmosphere for us when we're calling the games. 
especially when we both can hear the crowd. Now, when we do the games over at HBJ Stadium, you get the crowd, but Bill can't even hear it uh, through his ears. We can only hear it, you guys can hear it out there, and I can hear it because I'm producing the show, but Bill doesn't get it. And, and Bill really gets into the stadium noise. He loves it. So that being said, which is obviously the name of the show, he's going to get a good gambit, and we're going to get a good one uh, coming to you from Williams Stadium as the Rowlett Eagles are 4-0 out on the season. And, folks, you can't ask for anything more than that as far as the Rowlett Eagles are concerned. Um, the, if you want to ask for something, you can you might want to see more points scored. But when you look at high school football, and it, it, this is not the NFL, and for all that matters, it's not college. And there's a lot of things going on in a football game on the high school level that is so much different than a college game or an NFL game, for all that matters. You get more looks from different players as well. And the Rowland Eagles, I'm going to tell you right now, they have been utilizing their quarterback position really well because you either get your quarterback in Preston Weeks or you get the backup, which in this case is Garrett Hermes. And if this team wants to go to one quarterback, they can. And it doesn't have to be Preston Weeks. It doesn't have to be Garrett Hermes. It, you know, it could be either one. And the versatility of our quarterback position, I'm going to tell you right now, is going to give us an advantage going into district, which is our, this is our first game in district. So as a head coach, I bet you Doug Stevens loves the fact that he can make a decision of what's best for the team. Uh, depending on what he has seen from the defensive side of the ball. What would work best? What won't work best? What he wants to try? What he can't try? And when you got two guys that are really kind of different in reality when you look at them, at least as far as what we've seen, you have Weeks says he is that pocket passer. He is that guy who sits in the pocket and can get the ball downfield if need be. Uh, or Garrett Hermes, who can do both as run the football. But if you forget about weeks, he'll run it on you as well. So you kind of get the sense that the Rowland Eagles like the two-headed monster at the quarterback position because they've been using it all year long. Now, was that just a setup for District to see what he could get and he's going to continue with only one quarterback or is he going to continue to do it? And that's going to be the huge question at the quarterback position. Frankly, I, I live in a day and age and I'm I, I'm old. I'm old people. <laughs> and Bill will laugh at me. I, I'm old people. And one of the sayings for old people we like to say a lot is, is don't fix, fix what's not broke. And that's exactly what's going on right now with the Rowlett Eagles, what we're getting with the Rowlett Eagles. Right now, nothing's broken, so let's not fix it. Let's continue it. But that's where the coaching staff is going to come in handy. That's where they will figure out what they're going to be able to use against different defenses and everything else. So I think what we see is we see Preston Weeks start the game, and then at some point we'll see Gary Hermes in there. Um, as far as, but we're always going to be guessing. And the reason why we're going to be guessing is because Sonny Clark does not want to do the interview with the coach. I want the coach to coach the football game. 
And if he talks to the media, he talks after games. I don't like to interrupt our coach and his coaching staff and what, as far as what he does. And it always keeps us guessing as far as up in the booth. And that's a little bit more fun game for us to call as well because you just never know what's going to be coming our way. And that's why I got the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna to help me recognize different things because sometimes Sonny can't see it all. Okay, a lot of times Sonny can't see any of it. And it's because of the eagle eyes that I do see it. So the fact that we have the eagle eye, we got both of us up there. We're seeing all different kind of looks. That's why we don't really know what we'll expect to see as they go into district because it's a different monster. He, you know, the head coach Mike Cape, Preston Week says the, head, the, the starting quarterback and not even bring in Garrett Hermes. So... There's a lot of things that can end up happening in this game, so we'll get it all uh, tonight right here from Williams Stadium. We'll find out what we're going to see, and we'll just call what we see. And uh, hopefully what what we have seen, and I'm going to cover this with the Eagle Eye Bill Cerner a little bit later on in the pregame show, is, is that we're seeing some guys getting their feet underneath them now. And that is huge. We're also seeing guys correct the mistakes, which is really huge guys and if there is a problem they seem to be able to work it out coaching wise and everything else the coaches are talking to their players it's a little bit different situation this year and I was talking to Bill and we'll talk about it a little bit later in the pregame show with him is is that your Red Eagles they're 3-0 or 4-0 going into district now since we've been covering the Rowlett Eagles, they've never been undefeated going into district. They've always had one or two losses, but mostly one with Logan Bonner. That having been said, your Eagles are undefeated. And I don't know. When I look at everything and how it has worked out, it has worked out so well for the Eagles when they lost Logan Bonner to Arkansas State after he graduated high school. The biggest question for this football team was right at the quarterback position. Would they be able to step in and do what needs to be done? And really, to be honest, when you think about it, I don't know. Because they're getting help from other places that you wouldn't necessarily think of. Last week, Kobe Morrow, he just picked up and he is like, he just picked up where he left off last year. First three games, he just trying to get his feet up underneath him. The wide receivers getting open. The communication that's happening with quarterback to wide receiver. That is beginning to pick up. And we saw it in last week's game. Defensively, we saw the Eagles be the defense that we kind of expected from two years ago this year. Stepping up defensively, holding off two teams, Rockwall and just this past week. We saw them hold off the Fossil Ridge Panthers. So we're getting great play from everywhere out on the football field. And that is so huge going into this season. And I'm going to talk to We're going to really jump into this. When Bill comes on, we're going to talk about everything that we just kind of briefly talked about here. As far as where we are in the season. So, we're here in the pregame show, and the pregame show being brought to you by Regal and Rustic Estate Sales for all your estate sales needs. If you have any needs for those kind of things, folks, I'm going to tell you right now, 
you need to get a hold of Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. These guys are great. These, this company, this business, I want to tell you right now, is so professional that it when, when people are looking to do something, as far as estate sales are concerned, I want to tell you right now, you can't go wrong with Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. They will look at your situation, they will see what you need, and then they will get you squared away and taken care of. And folks, I will tell you that a lot of times when you're dealing with a company you don't know what to expect when you're about ready to deal with them, it's always a question mark on what's going to happen, who's going to do what, when is it going to happen. So get a hold of the professionals locally here in Rowlett at www.regalandrustic.com or give them a call at 972-861-0231. You will be glad you did. And they don't always only do estate sales. So if you have something that you're trying to get rid of, give them a call. Let them try to help you. That is Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. Now, we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show in the pregame show. When we come back, I want to take a look at the stats. And we're going to jump into those stats and see what the stats are telling us. And then we'll take those stats and the information that we kind of talked about here in this brief opening. And then we'll talk to the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna about those things and see what he thinks because I'll tell you, if it, I, and I, I want to get it out here publicly. Folks, we have a lot of fun doing these games. And I will tell you that I could do this by myself, but the the actual help that I get from the, the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna, it is invaluable. And my... My gratitude for him as far as helping me do what we do here and bring a different eye up on top of it because I can't see everything. And then, obviously, he's the quote-unquote color commentator giving us some of the feedback that people would see or would want to hear regarding either a play, regarding a drive, or anything else. The Eagle Eye makes this broadcast, and I am so proud and happy that he comes out each and every week for the Rowlett Eagles varsity football games and does what he does with me. And I'm, I I just want people to know how valuable it is. He's in a, he, 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 he can't even put a price tag on how valuable he is. And never mind that, he's kind of a big thing, that being the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna. So let's take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll come back, we'll take a look at the stats here on your Rowlett Eagles varsity football team. Radio Network. At Regal and Rustic Estate Sales, let us take the burden out of hosting, staging, and cleaning of your estate sale or liquidation. We will provide reliable, friendly service with an experienced crew. We have an excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging and drawing attention to your sale is key. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and pay attention to detail. That is what separates us from other local estate sales and companies as we truly care about your presentation, property, and belongings. That's Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. 
contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or check us out on the web at regalandrustic.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice at your Raleigh Eagles, letting you know about Fit Body Boot Camp. What makes Fit Body Boot Camp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. At Raleigh Fit Body Boot Camp, we offer complete fitness programs unlike any other that you've tried before. Our program it consists of unlimited group training sessions, fully customized nutrition planning, and a result tracking system designated to ensure our members achieve their fitness goals. Contact Tom or Mark at Fit Body Boot Camp located at 2502 Lawling Lane in Rowlett, Texas, or give them a call at 214-888-2848, or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. If you're like me, you want your hot coffee in the morning. But as it's getting closer to summer and getting hotter outside, you'll want something more refreshing and cold. With a surefire menu of cold drinks, Scooters is sure to satisfy. Whether it's iced coffees, blenders, smoothies, or even cold tea, check out Scooters Coffee located at Rowlett Road in the 66 with a convenient drive through so you're sure to get in and out real quick and on to your business. That's Scooters Coffee located in the Timberlake Shopping Center in Rowlett. All right, we are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. It's me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio here on the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they're getting ready to take on the North Garland Raiders live from Williams Stadium here on Friday Night Lights. It's nothing like Friday Night Lights. It's what Texas is all about 
And it's no different here for the city of Rowlett and for the Rowlett Eagles. As football really kind of, oh, how do you put it, reigns supreme, I guess you can say. So that having been said, since it does reign supreme and it is hugely the avenue of what people do here. First it's high school, then it's college, then it's pro. That's the way it works here. It might be high school pro then college, but I think it's more college than pro because there's only two Texas teams in the NFL compared to the, what, six or seven. Never mind how many in high school. So, and Friday Night Lights is big. I mean, you don't have a television series about a certain subject if it's not pretty darn popular. And that's what it is about here in the state of Texas. And I come from Arizona where football is okay. It's not It's not even close to being as big as it is here in Texas. And I learned that as I moved here back in 2005. So uh, we get what we get here as far as what Texas and high school football brings you. So let's take a look at the stats. Now these are stats and I heard that the official stats are over on Max Preps. So if you want to get that information about stats and everything, head on over to Max Preps because that's where the coach puts the information in and then they gather all that information and work it together to where they put a rankings together. Now, let's talk about those rankings as far as Max Preps are concerned. Now, granted, there are other places out there that will rank them, but since our stats are set with Max Preps, I'm just going to give those in that information through Max Preps. Your Rowlett Eagles, of course. Head coach Doug Stevens leading this team to a 4-0 record as they get started in district here tonight. That having been said, the national ranking, your Rowlett Eagles, 149. Now, I can't tell you how big that is. Nationally, 149th ranked. Now, granted, they'll take a look at stats, and there will be a lot of stats that are not looked on and to figure those out. But still, when you think about it, there's only 50 states in the United States. How many high school football teams are there? Huge. So when you're ranked one of the best three in the state, on average, it's huge. Now, here in Texas, they're ranked number 26. So that tells you that there's a lot of schools right here in Texas that are ranking, you know, in their top three of each state. So you catch what I'm saying. But it's still impressive because really the biggest question coming into the Rowlett Eagles season this year was how were they going to do? How were they going to measure up? What was the results going to be? Now granted, they're, they're low in some stats, high in some others. So let's talk about those stats as far as the team totals are concerned as the receiving yards for your Rowlett Eagles, almost 210 yards a game. So, and that is very high compared to the national average, as the national average is somewhere around two, as around 170, 180, in between there. Rushing yards, the Eagles are right on the national average at 175 yards per game. They're a little bit higher than the national average for total touchdowns. That's 14. The national average is 13.5. So they're right there. Tackles. They're a little bit lower in the tackles. Your Rowlett Eagles, 43.8 tackles per game. 
it's around 50 per game. But that tells you that there's a lot of four and out or three and outs for your Raleigh Eagles and the other teams kicking the ball, so that's huge. Your Raleigh Eagles averaging two sacks a game. They average just 3.5 through the uh, through the nation. And your Raleigh Eagles with three interceptions, they're right there. It's 3.3 for the national average. So as you take a look at the Raleigh Eagles, they're a little bit low in the sacks. They're a little bit low in tackles and a little bit low in receiving yards. But everything else, they match up nationally very well. So looking at those numbers, you, you see why they're ranked 26 in Texas. And when you look at the games and how they were set up for this season, you, you got to be happy with what you got. Is they, they, they got the 2017 victory in Louisville, three-point victory, and then a two-point victory against Rockwall, 34-32. Then they came back with the Plano Wildcats, got a good victory there by good numbers, 31-7. And then Fossil Ridge, they got the five-point victory um, for Fossil Ridge, a huge time, a huge win, I think, in reality, 28-23, because we talked about how that defense played. The offense was, they got the job done, but really it was about the defense stopping the rushing attack and the dual threat that was Aiken, their quarterback. So they did a really, really good job where they were going into the season. So looking at the uh, offense for your Raleigh Eagles was was one of those things where we saw a little slow production from Kobe Morrow. But frankly, where they ended up, who cares? They're looking good. Rushing the football, Kobe Morrow through four games, 61 carries, 209 yards, averaging 3.4 yards per carry, two touchdowns. Garrett Hermes, he has two touchdowns as he's rushed the ball 25 times for 128 yards. That's an average of 5.1. Now, Chappelle, who also has ran the football 12 times in this uh, season, for 105 yards, he also has a touchdown. And then Preston Weeks, 36 rushes, 190 yards, averaging 5.3 yards a carry. He's got two touchdowns as well. And Ladarius Dickens, uh, he's carried it three times for seven yards, but he got the touchdown on one of those rushes. So looking at that number on the rushing, it's not what we've seen last year. But as they move into district, last week's game, we saw a lot of improvements in the rushing game. And that is huge. Now, taking a look at the passing uh, for the Raleigh Eagles uh, in four games, uh, Garrett Hermes, 16-26, as he is thrown for 204 yards. Uh, no touchdown passes, got a couple interceptions, but it's more about Preston Weeks. In three games, 34-57, of 57, 497 yards for him, four touchdown passes, as well with a quarterback rating of 111.5. Now, folks, it, it, when you're up there high in the 90s, that's nice. But, I mean, Preston Weeks right there over 100 by a lot, 111.5. That's a great quarterback rating for the Rowlett Eagles and for the uh, quarterback position as well. So what he is doing is very impressive, in my opinion, as I look at it. Now, looking at passing for or receiving for the team is go to Kobe Morrow for receptions, 10 yards. But it, it's Craig Vita or uh, Cameron Vitash. 
12 receptions, 186 yards, three touchdowns for him. Two touchdowns for Larry, Ladarius Dickens, 25 receptions, 388 yards, leads the teams in yards for the Rowlett Eagles. So they're getting a lot of uh, workout as well. Dylan Watts, 11 catches, 128 yards, and uh, some other guys, uh, six catches, uh, 66 yards for Dobson, and we're going to see him. I think he's going to move up. Now, of the guys that have caught passes for your Rowlett Eagles, all of them except Chappelle are seniors. So, Bashat, Morrow, Batash, Watts, Dobson, Dickens, and Bolden will all be gone. Chappelle will be the guy that's going to be the uh, experienced wide receiver coming into next season, unless they obviously bring on some sophomores through the year, and we'll take a look at that. And I'll also go through there. Now, taking a look at the uh, fumbles for the Rowlett Eagles, two for Craig Batash. He only lost one of them. Uh, Morrow won fumble, but he got it back as uh, for the Rowlett Eagles. Chappelle, he fumbled. Uh, he lost one, and... Uh, Preston Weeks, he lost a uh, fumble as well. So, um, well, he fumbled, but he didn't lose it. Uh, Ladaris Dickens and Jaquel Davis also fumbled and lost him. So, really through four games, really four fumbles lost. That is not a horrible stat. It's not a great stat because you don't want to lose any, obviously. But no more than one that has been going on that they lost. And, that's, and the key thing is, is that Fumbles, only four lost to turnovers. So that is huge when you look at the Rowlett Eagles. So watch for that uh, as they go on through the um, season. Now, all-purpose yards for your Rowlett Eagles, 219 for Kobe Morrow, 199 for Fatash, 128 for Garrett Hermes, 128 for Dylan Watts as well, 129 for Chappelle, 190 yards in total yards for Preston Weeks, 426 for Ladarius Dickens, and 350 for Jaquel Davis. Now, that's also because he gets the kick return. So, uh, he, a lot of those yards are coming from kick returns. So, uh, but still, uh, overall total yards is there. So, I like watching that. Now, looking at the defensive stats for your Rowlett Eagles uh, and total tackles, and that is huge. I like looking at totals because you get a lot of assists through the season, um, but I, I like looking at total tackles. Gordon, 23 tackles, 13 for Parkman, 14 for Bauer, 10 for Davis, and Weggington, 14, 18 for, uh, we talk about um, uh, Tyler... Uh, Chase, Chase Taylor, mark that, Chase Taylor with 18. We talked about him coming on big uh, in these uh, few, this final few games. And 11 for Betts as well, and 10 for Terry. Those are the guys that have over 10 uh, total tackles on the football season as well. Tackles for loss, um, Seton has one, as well as Parkman, uh, Bauer. Two for Waggington, two uh, for, mark that, three for Taylor, one for Long, one for uh, Cisneros, and three also for Betts, tackles for loss, and Abbott's with a tackle for loss. I like that number, those tackles for loss. These Rowlett Eagles, they had 14 uh, tackles for loss so far this season. I think that is a huge number as well. So they're getting in the backfield at least three times and making uh, 
uh, good in getting in the backfield. That's always so huge. Sacks, the Rowlett Eagles, a little bit low on sacks, but we talked about that. They got a total of two through the season, two uh, coming from Stark, and then Wagington and Betts split one. So um, looking at more stats on the defensive side of the ball, interceptions, Gordon has an interception, Davis has two for the Rowlett Eagles. He also returned that one, uh, one of them for 25, uh, 21.5 yards. So uh, looking good there for that. Now, special teams for your Rowlett Eagles uh, Aldana with uh, seven kickoffs and that's 261 yards in the year. Um, one touchback on the season and that helps the Rowlett Eagles put the other team in really bad position to try to get it. On average, your Rowlett Eagles are making the defense go at least 75 yards or 70. In between 70 and 75 yards to score a touchdown. And on high school, I'm going to tell you right now, I like that. Now, Watts this is a big-time number, and I'm glad I found these stats because Watts has been killing it, kicking the football. Inside the 20, four times. Four times. Huge number for Dylan Watts as he's doing a great job punting the football for your Rowlett Eagles as, as he pretty much has taken over that. Preston Weeks kicks the ball on fourth down a lot, uh, depending on how far they got to go and things of that. So uh, looking good for your Rowlett Eagles as far as those stats are concerned, and you got to be happy with what you see. So as the Eagles move forward into this season, there's going to be a lot more stats. We'll be bringing you those stats and keeping you up to date with those stats. The Rowlett Eagles have scored 14 touchdowns on the season. So looking at where they are uh, going into the fourth game, they're averaging around three touchdowns a game. So, you know, in the four games, so it, it's it's huge. We'll see hopefully 21 points from your Rowlett Eagles each and every time. And I'll tell you, I think in this uh, conference, in this district, I think that's a number that will win football games for the Rowlett Eagles. So, uh, obviously, they'll be looking at the Saxe Mustangs when it comes to the stats are concerned for them um, and making the comparison. They'll always make the comparison, really, in reality, uh, with the rival. And, of course, that rival, the in-district rival, are the Saxe Mustangs. And so keeping track of where your Rowlett Eagles are. We will look at those numbers a little bit later as we uh, will get more district numbers and we'll probably see the numbers go a little bit higher for the Rowlett Eagles. So um, as your Eagles are getting set, they are on the bye next week. So our pregame show won't be next week. It'll be the week after, and then we'll have all kinds of things in there, which on the pregame show, we're also going to go ahead and put in the Rowlett Eagles recap. And so we'll be bringing that to you here. So we will do that after the break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. And, of course, our pregame show being brought to you by Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. I'd like to thank them for their sponsorship here of the pregame show. Again, folks, if you have needs for that service, you will be astonished at the professionalism that comes with Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. So make sure you come in contact with them uh, here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We're going to go ahead and take that quick break. And when we come back, it will be the... The Eagles, uh, the Eagles recap, that's going to be huge here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Hear what happened in last week's game. We'll be right back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network.
legal and rustic estate sales, let us take the burden out of hosting, staging, and cleaning of your estate sale or liquidation. We will provide reliable, friendly service with an experienced crew. We have an excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging and drawing attention to your sale is key. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and pay attention to detail. That is what separates us from other local estate sales and companies as we truly care about your presentation, property, and belongings. That's Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. Contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or check us out on the web at regalandrustic.com. Whether it's buying or selling a home, there is no bigger decision than choosing the real estate agent who will represent you during the transaction. Brian Chadwick of JP and Associates Realtors is here for you. 12 years in the property management business has afforded him great insight into the real estate needs of his clients. He serves all his clients as he served his country, with honor and integrity. With Brian Chadwick, you will have a dedicated, honest, and hardworking realtor in your corner. To experience what he can do for you, call Brian Chadwick today or visit him online. This is Sonny Clark, the radio voice of your Rowlett Eagle, telling you to contact Brian Chadwick at 972-533-9059 or visit him on the web at brianchadwick.jphomesforsale.com. That's Brian with a Y, not an I, chadwick.jphomesforsale.com. Allen Bauer Electric, we offer expert electrical services from general outlet repair and fan installation to electrical panel upgrades. Our customer commitment includes additional benefits such as call-ahead scheduling, upfront pricing, and special after-hour electrical services. Being informed is to your benefit. So call Allen Bauer Electric for more information on how you can be more informed about your residential or business electrical needs. Give them a call at 214-356-0197. Allen Bauer Electric, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. It always happens. 6 p.m. on a Saturday night and your heater or air conditioner goes out. What are you going to do? All the heating and air conditioning people are closed. How about 24-hour service available at 5-star HVAC contractors? You can be sure to be serviced amazingly fast. That's 5-star HVAC contractors serving Rowlett 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5-star HVAC contractors. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Are you having trouble understanding Social Security planning? There are a lot of questions that have to be answered, like when does it make most sense for you and your spouse to start receiving Social Security? What is the impact of your Social Security benefits if you work during retirement? How much of your Social Security will be taxed each year? 
Let Nest Egg Wealth Advisors provide you with that direction to these decisions. Call our offices today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nesteggadvice.com for your complimentary guide to Social Security. Let Spirit Outfitters be your home for any of your specialty needs. Spirit Outfitters can do it all. Whether it's screen printing, custom apparel, spirit gifts, or embroidery, Spirit Outfitters has you covered. Need personalized apparel? We can do that. Want something just for you? We can do that also. Spirit Outfitters will let your imaginations run wild. Give them a call at 972-412-3440 or visit their showroom at 3538 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 101 in Rowlett. Or check them out on the web as well at thespiritoutfitters.com. It's me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio with your 2016-2017 Rowlett Eagles Varsity Football Recap as last week your Eagles were taking on the Fossil Ridge Panthers. So here is your Eagle Recap being brought to you by April Ivy of the Ivy League Realty. All your realty needs, whether you're buying or selling your home, come in contact with April Ivy at 214-524-8552 or reach her on the web at www.ivyleaguerealty.com. Here's the action. Back in the field, back to pass. They can look in, and the Eagles get back at the 11-yard line forward progress, actually, to the 14-yard line. A lot of people out there, but Terry with the uh, sack and quick to the ball, quick to the quarterback there uh, to start that first drive off for the defense. Well, you're absolutely right. I think uh, right off the bat, uh, that defense line is just a little bit quicker than that uh, offensive line of, uh, of the Panthers, and they were able to penetrate and not give Aiken a, an opportunity to even throw that ball. Right, they're going to go ahead and kick. Dickens back at about midfield. Bad kick. Going to go out of bounds at about wow. the 27-yard line. Uh, they're going to give him. Wow, they gave him a nice spot. However, the Rowlett Eagles going to start this drive off at the Panther 30 line. It went off the side of his foot. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It was a total net of 16 yards on, on that kick. So, you know, Rowlett, you're absolutely right. They're almost uh, in field goal position just starting off. Weeks on the quarterback, Keesburg, just buffaloing his way down to about the one-and-a-half, two-yard line. And you see him. He knew where he was going to go. He knew he was going to get a hit, and he used his arms. He used his legs to he just push used that through. Str- you're absolutely right. He just used his strength on there. And there he just steps up to the right side. Touchdown! Rowlett Eagles and Weeks just hit the line, bounced off to the right-hand side, got in for the touchdown there, Bill. That was a nice drive and a way to get started. As it looked a little shaky, but they end up in the end zone. That's all that well, matters. Well, that's a great way to start. You know, the running game so far this year has been a little bit of a struggle from the backfield. So to see them come out and run that whole series, they haven't seen Weeks' arm yet. So they go ahead and they bring in the kicking the unit. Al Dana with the kick is up and he goes downtown for the Rowlett Eagles. So your Eagles take the lead here. 7 nothing. 8 minutes, 36 seconds left to go in the first quarter. So it's second down and 11. Aiken go ahead and fakes it up and back in the backfield. Almost sacked. 
breaking away is Akins. He throws it away. That should be a flag. There's the flag for intentional grounding as they had him dead to rights at about the 20-yard line. And Max Aiken has not seen a defensive line like this so far, and he's been under pressure every time he's uh, dropped back with the ball. Near one far for the Panthers. Aiken back to pass. He's looking to the near side. Here comes the rush. Aiken's going, what do I do? What do I do? And he throws it away pretty much. At least this time he had Anthony Smith there, number 20, uh, so they don't get the penalty incomplete pass. Well, but look at the pursuit on the court. Well, absolutely. You get four guys on him with no uh, no offensive line. This defensive uh Defensive line just getting past this fossil ridge. And, and uh, like I said, he, he was just looking for a receiver just to get it closer so he didn't get a second of grounding. Here we go. Second down and 20. Weeks in shotgun. He's looking down there, going to that near side. Ball caught and trying to shake tackles to the 40. Now he loses, loses the ball and the Panthers pick it up. Trying to figure out who that is on the uh, side. It was Vitash that lost the ball, unfortunately. Turnovers and creating the turnover was number 51 for the Panthers. That was Flores. Well, and we had mentioned in the pregame uh, when we talked about the turnovers, uh, how how it hasn't hurt the Rowlett so far this year. They've minimized their turnovers. That's a big one right there to put the ball in, in Fossil Ridge's side of the field. 7-0-1 left to go in the first quarter as they got three far. One near. They're going to keep the quarterback. Keep right up the middle. Say la vie. That was such a big hole, and the speed of Aiken puts them into the end zone. So Fossil Ridge and the Panthers, and boy, that was just one play. And we get the benefit of the replay up above our heads here, but that hole was big. Good blocking there by the offensive line, Panthers. And there it is, and he just used the speed after he got past Parkman, and Dylan Bauer couldn't catch up with him. So it is seven to six with six minutes and fifty-three seconds left to go here in this first quarter. They're going to try to tack on one more as uh, Houston in for the kicking duties for the Panthers. Ball snap, ball up. I think he missed it. He did. He missed it. So the Eagles keep the one-point lead. It's seven to six with six minutes and fifty-three seconds left to go in the first quarter. Breakout on the. We are back here at Lake Carroll Stadium, home of the Dragons. It's Dragon Stadium, actually. It's, Dragon, it's, it's actually South Lake Carroll. South Lake Carroll. Thank, what am I saying? Lake Carroll. <laughs> Thank you. So second down and seven for the Eagles as they go ahead. Weeks back to pass. Has time. Now breaks up. He's sacked. Falls on the ground. Eagles got to pick it up. I think the, they got it back. Barely got it back. Was that a shot that got that? Number two. Uh, for the recovery, thought uh, of, it looked like it was Vitas that came up with that. Vitas, oh, that yeah, rolling up the wrinkles of the jersey. So Vitas recovered the fumble. So that brings up still. It's going to be third down and about eleven. They lost four on that one, so it's going to be third down and eleven. Too far, too near. As four wide receivers in for the Eagles, faking off play action. Weeks going up across the field. Ball caught. Watch does a spin at the forty-five yard line. Takes it down to the 41-yard line. Big-time play. First down for the Rowlett Eagles. And number seven on the coverage there was four wide receivers again. Weeks is going to go one way. They get to the other. Ball on the ground. And they were able to pick it up as they did kind of like a circle on the near side as guys were circling around after the snap as Weeks was going to go 
to the far side. He turned to the right as they were kind of moving around there. And the guy that knocked the ball out was 21, Devin Smith. But the Eagles recovered it. Here we go. 422 left to go in the first quarter. And it's actually Hermes at the quarterback position. Breaking tackles. Pushing it down. Gets the first down to the 41-yard line. He had to get to the 42, Bill. And that was nothing but effort in order to get the first down. Brought down by Mitchell. Yeah, absolutely. And the change up there in the quarterback uh, put some, brought some fresh legs in here. And uh, that was all effort by Hermes to uh, pick up those extra yards. Now, is that Weeks back in? Nope, that's no, still, still Hermes. Hermes. So he's back in shotgun. Second down and nine for the Eagles. Three near one far for the Eagles. As Hermes still in at quarterback position. And laying back there as well. Hermes gets it off to Dickens. He catches at the 30. Now down to the 25, the 20, to the 10. And he's brought down from behind. Number 19 on the stop. And that was uh, Jones on the return. And the Eagles getting quick the line of scrimmage because they want to get into the end zone. Good play there by Dickens to get it down there. First down and goal from the seven-yard line. And Hermes keeping the ball, pushing it. Touchdown! Rowlett! Eagles, Garrett Hermes was stopped at the one. He spinned and went over and into the end zone. You know what? Get my exercise You know what, here. listeners? I wish you could be in this box and see how uh, Sonny twists and turns as he's explaining that he doesn't just explain it he does it so you're absolutely right he that was a lot of effort by Hermes as he got to the two yard line and got wrapped up was able to spin stay on top of the body of the defender yep Aldana in the kick it and it goes downtown for the Rowlett Eagles so the Eagles have taken a 14-7 lead with nine seconds left to go in the first quarter a breakout on the football field means all right, I was, we're going to bring it yeah, in. What well, was I was going to bring it in was I just want to let the listeners know that uh, Sonny will be back in just a second as he was taking pain medicine for, <laughs> for, for twisting and turning. I think he's going to feel a lot more tomorrow than he does tonight. Got my naproxen ready when I get home. So, all right, the pain. go ahead and put a boot into this one. And back is Hicks. Now, Hicks is the guy who catches the ball on the wide receiver. See, I think he's the leading receiver for the Panthers. He's going to be standing at his own 17-yard line. So the Eagles are going to have to put a boot into this one. Who's back there kicking now? That's right, Dylan Watts. By the way, I was looking at his numbers of kicking. He's averaging about 35 to 40 yards, and that one's almost blocked, but he gets a good boot into it. And it's going to take the Rowlett roll, go out of bounds at the 20-yard line. So that was a nice kick by Dylan Watts, and it's going to back up the Panthers. And the Panthers have got 80 yards to go to get to pay dirt. Yeah, it was about a 40-yard kick, and uh, he kept that ball away from Hicks and uh, put it on the left side of the field. We fake to hand it off. That fake out no one. Number 14 for your Rowlett Eagles on the stop. And so much so, why don't I have number 14 on my roster there, Bill? Let me know who that is. I know who that is. That's Osman Bet. Bet. We figured it out finally. So it's Bet number 14. So he's not at the 35, he's at the 33. So it's a 43 yard field goal attempt for the Panthers, and so Housden gets the snap, kick is up, and this one looks good. Looks like it goes down the middle. It's so the Panthers get up on the board. It's 14 to 10, six minutes and 28 seconds left to go after the 43-yard field goal. With four wide receivers set, too far, too near, as they go back. 
Weeks gonna go deep down the field. It's caught at the 40 yard line, taking it down to the 20. Now to the 10. Touchdown! I've always said you can never bring Dickens down the first hit. Yep. Well, that was gonna be the only hit, so he wasn't gonna be stopped after that. So they bring on the kicking unit. And Aldana kicks it, and he goes downtown for the Rowlett Eagles. So just as quick as the uh, Panthers get up on the board, the Rowlett Eagles get their third touchdown of the night. It's 21 to 10 with five minutes and 38 seconds left to go in the first quarter. The Eagles go ahead and kick this one up. It's going to be handled at the 20-yard line. I think he was shocked he caught it and waited a couple of seconds, and he is demolished by number three, Seaton, by the Rowlett Eagles at the 33-yard line, and he just went right. I don't even think he put an arm around him. You he just what? ran over with him right with his chest. He did, and uh, he, I, I think Hicks is still trying to figure out what Mack <laughs> Truck just hit me because uh, he uh, he crumbled like a like a aluminum can once he got hit. They want to get the play set. It backed them up to the 35-yard line. First down and 50. They, or they got to get to the 50. First down and 15. Four wide receiver set. Too far, too near. Hand the ball up at the middle. Say la vie. Give up another big run. Smith runs it all in for the touchdown. So a big-time play there. As a 65-yard touchdown run, this time from the running back, Smith. So, two big runs, one from the quarterback, and now Smith here again, and the Panthers knocking on the door here. It's 21-16, 9.08 left to go in the third quarter. First down and 10 for your Eagles from their own 30-yard line. As the Eagles go in that four wide receiver set that this time too far too near for the Eagles. As Weeks waits for the snack, he's back. The pass ball start is going to be called on the Rowland Eagles. Looked like that left uh, side of the offensive line jumped there, Bill. Yeah, they're going to call that on Ruben uh, Abukin uh, on that as he uh, started leaning a little bit too early before the ball snapped. Abukin, you, you, you go! Abukin, very Abukin. good. Abukin. Yeah, I, I botched that name so many times already this year, Bill. <laughs> and he, Bill gets it on the first time. Abukin, thank you. Brings up third down and eight for the Eagles. Ball's on the 28-yard line. They've got to get it to the 23-yard line, so they're five yards away from that first down. And they're in a place where they can kick the field goal as well as Weeks goes ahead changes the play. Four wide receivers set. Too far, too near. Morrow in the backfield. Weeks back to pass. Is looking the near side. Gives him the difference. Catch that. The 15 catch. 15, 10, 5. Near it. Waiting for the call. They're going to get him down at the one. I said he, he, <laughs> he catched it. He catched it. He caught it. And pushed it down to the two. Well, and he tried to reach across that goal line, and uh, he, unfortunately, he had a knee down on the one-yard line. But a great, uh, great uh, pass across the middle, and uh, yep. Dickens did his uh, thing that he always does, and uh, misses uh, has players missing left and right. Nice slant, handoff, touchdown! Wow, that Eagles, Kobe Morrow in for the touchdown as the Eagles now increase their lead. It's twenty-seven seventeen. Pending the extra point 
as the Darius Dickens gets him down to the one-yard line. That was a nice slant catch there by the Darius. Puts him in the position for the easy run in for Kobe Barrow. So they bring on the kicking unit. And Aldana waiting for the snap. Kick up, and it goes downtown for the Rowlett Eagles. So with 11.08 left to go here in the game, your Eagles have taken a 28-17 lead. Breakout on the football field. We'll take the same break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio. And that's going to do it for our Eagles recap here in the 2016-2017 season as your Eagles got a big victory over Fossil Ridge and the Panthers 28-23. like to thank our sponsor, April Ivy of Ivy League Realty. Again, for all your realty needs, whether you're buying or selling your home or you're just in the market, Come in contact with April IV at 214-524-8552 or visit her on the web at www.ivyleaguerealty.com. And what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break here from the pregame show. And when we come back, we'll talk to the Eagle Eye, Bill Cernot, here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowland Eagles. Radio Network. At Regal and Rustic Estate Sales, let us take the burden out of hosting, staging, and cleaning of your estate sale or liquidation. We will provide reliable, friendly service with an experienced crew. We have an excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging and drawing attention to your sale is key. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and pay attention to detail. That is what separates us from other local estate sales and companies as we truly care about your presentation, property, and belongings. That's Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. Contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or check us out on the web at regalandrustic.com. Bonanza. Reap a Bonanza with a free home, auto, or business insurance quote from Costco Insurance. Bundle your home and auto insurance to save a ton. Costlow Insurance at the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road, or visit us on the web at costlowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chang Lee's Taekwondo, we specialize in all types of Taekwondo, and you can also sign up for free instruction classes. That's Chang Lee's Taekwondo, modern training with traditional values. Check out our website for grand opening specials or one-month Taekwondo classes for $49. That's at Chang Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychainlees.com.
With over 25 years of experience, Stevens Sons Heating and Air Conditioning have received many awards and recognition, including Angie's List and the Best of Rowlett. Ask about our preventative maintenance plan that includes two visits to your home for one unit for $155 and $59.99 for each additional unit. Mention you heard this ad on the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast and receive an extra 10% off. Give them a call at 972-475-3227 to set up an appointment or check out their website at stephensonshvac.com. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Mark Hall at Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp. We want you to be proud of everything you achieve. That is why Mark Hall will tell you to stop focusing in on the little things and be proud of everything you've achieved up to this moment. Being fit is hard, but you can do it. If you need some help getting started, try our unstoppable fitness formula for free by visiting www.rowettfbbc.com and claim your free trial. Or give Mark a call at 214-888-2844. That's 214-888-2844. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. Welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It's me, Sonny Clark, the 
for this working man in sports radio as we are going to bring in the guy that sees everything that I don't see. Okay, let's just be honest. He sees everything that I can't. I just can't see anything. He's the guy. He brings me everybody that I need to know who to call. And not only that, he is a great guy as well. He is the eagle eye. Bill Serna, how you doing, Bill? Good. You're making me blush. Listen, I'm telling you, and and earlier in the pregame show, um, as we're recording this, you didn't know this, I praised you. You you are the man. You are the guy that brings different ideas as well as seeing everything that needs to go on, and that's the reason why I trust you. So let's jump into what's going on. The Rowlett Eagles 4-0 going into district. This is a big time thing because really when you saw this team they were playing outside the district they had two quarterbacks that were playing on a regular basis my question is because i'm old school okay an old school mentality and old people think you know you don't fix what's not broke can you see the rally eagles going to a one quarterback person now or do you think they'll still switch it up where they'll have both weeks as well as hermes in the game going into district you know what? I think you're going to see probably about an 80-20. I think you're going to see uh, Preston Weeks uh, getting the majority of, uh, of the snaps, but uh, you're still going to see a little bit of, of um, uh, Hermes in there. Now, with that being said, we're also playing some teams that um, I just um, honestly we're, we're pretty much going to have control of uh, in these games, uh, and uh, you, we might see a lot more of Hermes. Uh, uh, you know, you don't lose too much when you go from a Weeks to a Hermes. The advantage you have is if uh, uh, there's an unfortunate injury or something like that, you know you've got somebody that's going to fill in the spot uh, real easily. But I think, uh, like I said, I think we're going to see uh, mostly uh, Preston Weeks uh, continue to get it. I think it's going to be about 80% of it, and I think uh, Hermes is probably going to get 20%, depending on, uh, you know, at the, the outcome of the games and then also if there's uh, ever any injuries or anything like that. Well, that's huge. I wrote this down on my notes, and you fed right into it. And, folks, we don't get uh, together to um, review what we're going to talk about. We do it off the hip. We do it from the hip, right from the lip. Um, that's what I put on here is the versatility of having a guy, two guys at your quarterback that can do everything is, is that you'll have weeks who can run the ball. He's... You know, the fact of the matter is, and there's no offense against uh, uh, Weeks, if he goes down an injury, they don't lose much. They go right to care of Hermes, and both of these guys can do it, or vice versa. If they lose Hermes, then they can have the versatility to say, well, okay, now we won't have Weeks run the football, or vice versa. If Weeks gets hurt running the football, maybe we'll see... uh, you know, Hermes in the uh, pocket a little bit more than just running. So they have the versatility of two guys that both can pass the ball and run the ball. Yeah, and then with, with anytime you have a team that has two uh, quarterbacks that are getting um, substantial playing time, it's not just them playing, but it's, it's how is the team going to be able to gel with them, be able mm-hmm. to work with them. And we've seen that more uh, early in the season. We saw that more of a gel with Hermes because he was here and played with them last year. Um, but now we're starting to see that groove with Weeks is starting to come in, come into play. So, uh, you know, if there is that uh, that loss or, or, you know, they do switch it up, 
your your go-to guys and your and your um, uh, your star players feel comfortable with both of them. That's huge. Anytime you see a team that has uh, an, a quarterback uh, that is replaced either by injury or by performance, a lot of times that that other quarterback that comes in to replace him struggles because they're just not on the same page. So I think right. with playing them both non-district together, I think both. Uh, quarterbacks feel comfortable with the receivers and the running backs to be able to uh, to handle it. You know, a lot of these guys from last year were really familiar with the size of a, of a Logan Bonner, where you're going to see that a little, little bit more with Weeks than you would with Hermes. So, you know, just handing the ball off, you're, high, you're handing off from a higher uh, level to a lower level based on the height of uh, your quarterback. Yeah, and that was huge, and and you mentioned this too. Communication between quarterback and wide receiver, as you take a look at the Dallas Cowboys, for all the locals around here to make an example uh, with the new guy's Dak Prescott, his guy is going is Cole Beasley. The communication between those two is huge, and we're getting that with Cameron Vitosh in weeks as well, and now even weeks is finding even other wide receivers, obviously Ladarius Dickens, who leads the team in yardage, um, uh, in the wide receiving position. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And you know, with the um, with with the Cowboys, they've been very uh, you know cautious with uh, with Prescott. You know, they they they've kept everything underneath. They've kept everything short. Kept it simple for him, where that way he can grow with his uh, receivers. Uh, I think with Rowlett, I think uh, they already have that that uh, comfortable vibe uh, between the quarterbacks and the receivers where they can open it up a little bit more. So uh, it, it, you're absolutely right. It's very beneficial coming uh, towards uh, towards uh, district play and then, and then playoffs, knowing that you have two quarterbacks that, you know, for one, opens up some fresh legs where a lot of teams don't have that. And, and uh, it, it keeps the other one ready in case something happens to, uh, um, to the starting quarterback. Really huge, you know, having that advantage of those two quarterbacks. And it'll be interesting to see how Coach Stevens really kind of pushes it and gets it going as they move on, in, you know, in the season. So that having been said, looking at this football team as well, we've seen from week one to where they are now, we've seen players, you know, getting their feet underneath them. And they are getting, now they're at, you know, really football speed in reality. So they've been getting their feet underneath them as well as correcting mistakes because we've seen mistakes earlier in the season to now where they're they're correcting those mistakes that puts them in the position where they are now. They are 4-0. They learned from their mistakes. They've been correcting mistakes throughout the season, and that goes right to the coaching staff, being right there to tell them exactly what's going on when it happens. And I think that's huge. I mean, you can always go back and talk to these guys, you know, on Monday and find and let them know what they did wrong. But the corrections out on the football field, you see coaches walking off with the players and them explaining to the uh, player what they may or may not have done right and you are wrong and, and you see that and it, it, kudos going to the coaching staff for this football team yeah and anytime um you don't ever want to feel like that's perfect that's the way it should be because there's always room for an improvement and you know what uh, i think with um Rallette, first couple games of the year, I think a lot of the mistakes were mental, where, uh, right. you know, especially in the last game against Fossil Ridge, you know, we had the fumbles there in the first quarter. You know, we, yep. we lost three balls in the first quarter. Um, that was more physical, where we need to um, protect that ball a little bit better and, and be more uh, 
be more cautious with it. So, uh, you know, you group that all together. You take game by game. You learn from what you made the mistake on, and you just don't um, continue to make the same mistakes, and everything's going to be fine. We played a great uh, ball club last week. Yes, had three fumbles in the, fir- in the first quarter and still was able to come up with that victory. I mean, you look at a normal game and you see, okay, uh, a team had three fumbles in the first quarter. Ooh, man, they must have gotten blown out. No, you know, we still had control of that game. And, and uh, you know, it was a tough game, but we were able to come out. So, you know, we take the adversity and we we able to um, to overcome it and still be successful and then also learn from those mistakes. Absolutely. And looking at that is how, you know, getting the feet under them the corrections of the mistakes at the time when they're happening I think the huge thing that's the reason why this team is 4-0 now looking at the standings in the district that they play of course they play in uh, 6A region 2 uh, district 10 your Rowlett Eagles are on top right now uh, tied there with the Saxe Mustangs both at 4-0 on the season Lakeview Centennial and early out of district success 3-1 out on the football season Neyman Forest at two and two, North Garland and Garland both at one and three, and South Garland zero oh and four. But looking at how the district is setting up and where it is going, I'm going to tell you two of those four uh, victories for your Rowlett Eagles was because the defense stepped up really, really big, and that was in the Rockwall game, and then this past week at Fossil Ridge, where the defense held this football team that being the Fossil Ridge Panthers from scoring, and there was still time on the clock where there was plenty of time for the scores to happen. So we've seen the Rowlett Eagles make big, big plays when they needed to be made, and the defensive side of the ball, when you're looking at them, this football team, I'm going to tell you, the talent level on both sides of the ball, they're about even. And then you throw in special teams. They are really good on special teams getting down, whether it's the kicker, uh, Aldana kicking the ball up in the air to where they can get down the field to stop the big return or even all facets of this football team is huge but I think what we really got to look at is how well the defense is playing right now after they lost their defensive leaders as well yeah, you're you're absolutely right, and and you know what? Uh, I think uh, going into uh, districts is definitely going to um, uh, see how well they've gelled during non-district. You know, uh, some of their tougher games have been out of non-district this uh, season, and they've been able to overcome them. So I think you know you talk about the the standings so far, and I really think that that's what we're going to see uh, for the season. I think you're going to see your top three teams that you mentioned, being us, Saxe, and uh, um, Lakeview are going to be jockeying between the three of them for the top three seeds. I think the other four are going to be jockeying for the other uh, four uh, positions in the, in the standings, which with that being said, one of those four is going to make that, uh, is, is going to pick up that final playoff berth. So I think uh, we're going to see a lot of that uh, um, within the within the district, uh, a lot of beating up on each other and, and uh, uh, you know, we'll see how, you know, as we get closer to the end of the season where everybody's standing. Well, in taking a look at the standings and looking at the numbers, the Saxe Mustang has scored 150, or marked 169 points this season. Lakeview, 152. Now, granted, those are outside the district. Compared to your Rowlett Eagles, only 113. So you're looking at, but it's the number that they give up. The Rowlett Eagles have only given up 79 points out on the season, followed by Saxe at 108, and then Lakeview Centennial at 
115. But the number that is really lo- looking at Naaman Forrest. Naaman Forrest has only given up 61 points and North Garland only 61 points as well. And now granted those are outside of district numbers. But looking at those numbers, the ones that are two digits more so than three, you're going to have a big fight. Naaman Forrest, North Garland and North Garland tonight. Uh, we- Looking at those numbers, those defenses, even though their records are where they are, those defenses look a little bit stingy. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, um, you, you do have some good defenses, uh, and we've faced some good defenses uh, so far during uh, out of district. You know, Plano had a great defense, uh, and we were able to put up you know 31 points on them. Uh, um, so, we, you know, I think you have to look at the facts. You look at both sides of the ball: the defense, the offense. Uh, I think our defense matches up with any team here in district. Absolutely. Um, uh, I don't think. Um, uh, you're going to see offenses like ours. Obviously, you will with Saxe and you will with uh, uh, Lakeview. But we've seen that we we've been able to um, pretty much take control of some of these uh, uh, good teams during uh, non-district that had uh, pretty good uh, offenses. You know, you look at a Plano team that was averaging 46 points a game, and uh, and they were shut down uh, by the Rowlett defense. Same with uh, Fossil Ridge. You know, we really, um, you know, put them on their heels, and they they struggled a lot on offense. You know, at, uh, yeah. we really had control. They just they had three big plays that uh, that uh, kept them in the ball game. So, uh, you know, I think the difference is going to be how our uh, offense is to their offense. You know, you talk about uh, North Garland that we're playing tonight. They've only uh, they've only gotten 36 points for the year in four games. They're averaging right. just under 10 points a game. Um, so their their offense is really struggling. You know, they have a total of three offensive touchdowns f- for the season. Um, so, you know, I think this is going to be a, um, a huge game for the Rowlett defense as long as they don't give up any big plays. Uh, I think they're going to take control of this game and just depend on how well our offense does that uh, is going to be the deciding factor. Well, you mentioned it right there, Bill, giving up the big plays. with Two of them against Fossil Ridge last week, and we saw a couple of weeks before right up the middle. Um, and so the, not giving up the big plays is going to be huge, whether it's tonight or even later on down this season when you take a look at a Saxe football team that runs the football a lot more. So um, it'll be really interesting to see how the Rowlett Eagles get their feet underneath them with their district team as they move into the season and get set for even rivals such as the uh Saxony Mustangs. Now, next week, the Rowlett Eagles are on the bye. Um, so, the Rowlett Eagles, if they can get the victory here tonight, they got two weeks to prepare uh, before they're back up on the field again. And that's a good time where we can see maybe some Nixon, you know, rubs and, you know, little minor injuries uh, take care of themselves and everybody ready after the bye and the early bye again. The, you know, we already spoke about that, but an early bye, um, the Eagles can get healthy a little bit earlier heading into the last part of the season. Yeah, and that also helps with the momentum, too. If, you, if you're on a roll come to the end of the season, then you have a bye late uh, late into the season. It really uh, kind of uh, takes you off course a little bit, where this one's in the middle of the year. It's just right at the beginning of district play. Uh, you're Like you mentioned, it, you know if you have some of those dings and uh, scratches and bruises, it, it gives you time to heal, it gives you time to prepare, and, and uh, um, you know, 
get you a little bit more ready for the second half of the of the schedule. Yeah, looking at the games that are going on tonight. Well, when we're recording this, it's Thursday night. Naaman Forrest is taking on Garland over at Williams Stadium. Um, and so we'll get the score update on that when we go on air tomorrow um, or Friday night. Uh, so we'll find out where that game. Also, besides your Rowlett Eagles, the other game that's going on is South Lake taking on Lakeview Centennial. So um, uh, th- we're missing some uh, teams out there. I'm not sure where Saxe's playing. Do you have an updated schedule on where Saxe's going to be or wh- what that's all about? Um, no, I don't, but I, I can look into it and I have an answer for you here in just a few minutes. Okay, definitely look into that. Now, as as he's doing that, um, we got some good game, good games for you, Rowlett Eagles, heading into the season. I think uh, as far as what we're looking at and that buy, it's a perfect time of the season. But also looking at the numbers, I, I guess I'm going to ask this, Bill, as we move forward. And but we're outside the district. What surprised you the most when you looked at these first four games going into the season? Um, as far as your Rowlett Eagles are concerned now granted these are out of district games so they may not what we've seen may not even really have anything to do what happens in district but what surprised you the most when you were looking at the Rowlett Eagles going into these first four games well I mean first of all I'm obviously got to be impressed with the 4-0 start against the teams that we played against because uh, right. uh, these, these teams that we've, we've played again have lost a total of uh, five games um, and um, I'm sorry, six games, and four of them have been been against us. So you know, it, uh, these uh, we we play some uh, you know good quality teams. I think one of the biggest things that, that has impressed me so far is uh, how they handle um, the tough situation, the tough situation, the the, the close games. Uh, you know, at uh, the D stepping up at the at the end of the game, driving down and scoring when you need to. Because uh, if you look at it, three of our four wins have been within five points. So uh, impressed with that because something like that's definitely going to help you come end of the year into the playoffs. Because you know teams are going to get tougher, the games are going to get closer. Uh, you want to make sure you understand w- what it what it takes during pressure time to to be able to produce. Definitely. My surprise is going to have to be, and wouldn't you know it, former kicker, I'm going to recognize the kicking, Dylan Watts. Kicking the ball for your Rowlett Eagles, he's been superb. He's put four of his uh, kicks into uh, within the 10-yard line or within the 20, which is you can't ask more in reality from your kicker, and he's been doing that all year long. Surprised, didn't even know he could kick the ball. Um, as We've been spoiled for the last three years, Bill, with some of the best kicking, and never mind in the nation, but or in the state, but in the nation, we've had some great kickers across this, uh, you know, getting those big numbers. Um, and seeing Dylan Watts, never mind the guy is a good wide receiver. He, he can catch the ball. But he's really making an imprint on this season in the kicking game. Well, and it's not that he's kicking distance-wise, but he's kicking smart. You know, he's, yeah. he's putting that ball in places where it doesn't give an opportunity for return. Uh, he's, he's putting it in a place that if they are going to return it, he's getting good hang time, so that way it's uh, limiting uh, the return and getting our, our defenders uh, or our, our uh, kicking team downfield. Uh, and also, like I said, he's not kicking for distance, but he's kicking it where he's getting his rolls. Right. Uh, I... 
I can't even tell you how many that I can think of offhand that he's already put inside the 20 yard line, giving those uh, those other teams a long field to, to drive. And you know, you know, we talked about the big plays that given up. We haven't really given up long, uh, long, sustained drives from the opponent. So uh, him putting him in those positions has helped the defense um, uh, shut down those offenses. And also special teams not giving up the big play on kickoff, which we've seen in the past, you know, since we've been calling games, sometimes that is a problem. The Raleigh Eagles have really worked on their special teams on kickoffs. And I'm going to tell you, if they're not the best, they're one of the best in this district. I haven't been able to check those stats to see, but... But the fact of the matter is the Rowlett Eagles are really not giving up the ball off the kickoff. And teams I have are going to have to go sometimes 75, 80 yards in order to score the touchdown off the kickoff. And really, you know, you're behind the eight ball. And when the Rowlett Eagles' defense is as good as it is, we see a lot of times where the other team's going to have to punt the football, which creates opportunity on the offensive side of the ball. You're absolutely right. Hey, I just looked it up. Uh, Saxy's actually on a bye week this week. That's so I've they, seen that too. They're on the yeah. fly this week, so that's a that that's a, I don't know if that's good, bad, or indifferent. Um, you know, going into the season, but that having been said, they if they had any injuries, they're going to they, they'll be set um, next week um, for their uh, for their uh, first game, and they are taking on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots um, on September thirtieth. That is their next game. So you're right; they're on the bye this week, and so yeah, and then um, with, with that's going to be a good one. We'll we'll fi- first of all we'll find out how good Lakeview Centennial is this week uh, or next week because that is going to be a good game and um, I'm hoping we don't have a game that night because if not I'm going to go see that game no it's actually during our bye week Ah, okay. Oh, that's right. So I'm going to be actually I'm going to be out of town so I can't see that game so darn it okay well well Remember that we're in a district of seven, so there's always going to be somebody on a bye week uh, every right. week. So they'll rotate one uh, one team on a bye week uh, for the whole season. Thank you for that information because I thought all I thought all of the teams were on the bye week next next week, but every people are going to be in action. So when we come back off of our bye, we, you know there will be some teams that have played uh, two games, and uh, so that'll be interesting to see what the standings look like at that time when we go back. Um, so as we get set, so Bill, an interesting game here tonight. Uh, we get a North Garden, like you said, it's not an offensive juggernaut coming their way. The defense is already good. They might even put an even kibosh on the offense there. And then it'll be, we'll take a look and see how the offensive rolls in this game over at Williams Stadium uh, tonight. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I think um, this is a, a game where uh, you're going to have a, an opportunity to see uh, some players that you normally don't get to see. I think with our defense, we're going to um, keep control of, uh, of their offense. Uh, I think this is going to be a, a great opportunity to uh, to. Uh, Get some uh, players some playing time, but uh, you know what? You got to go in playing them like if uh, you know it, it's it's uh, both teams are zero zero and zero. So uh, yep. you got to be ready for them because you know you do have a quarterback that can still get the ball out in the air. You know, at uh, Noah Honesty right now, he's got uh, twenty eight completions out of fifty four attempts, so he can still get the ball out there. Um, and on the running game, they have three three main runners, including Honesty. Um, so you know, it's a, we still got our work cut out for us. Uh, I don't yep. want to take a team for granted. We've seen it too much, and you play down to a level of uh, of your competition, and uh, you know if they they come away and they surprise you. So you definitely want to go in there uh, ready to take care of business as soon as possible. 
yeah, surprise, surprise, surprise. You know, don't put yourself in that position. You're absolutely right, Bill. So, that having been said, that's going to do it for us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You can hear live coverage of the Rowlett Eagles taking on the North Carlin Raiders um, at 7 p.m. Uh, tonight. Catch that at www.thecouchpotato.wix.com forward slash Rowlett Eagle Sports. And you can also listen by your, your cell phone. You can call in and listen the whole game or just get the updates at 347-215-7497. And like Bill always says, hey, man, mention to somebody. Let's get everybody listening to the Rowlett Eagles, Bill, because the more word of mouth going out, the more people doubt know about the Rowlett Eagles in the Garland ISD. Well, and absolutely. And hey, uh, if you're at Williams, stop by. Uh, we're in the media box right behind you. If you're there in the, yep. on the Rowlett Sands uh, side stand, stop by and say hi. We've had some people come and visit us, and um, uh, it's it's nice when we get uh, people that'll stop by and say hi and that they listen to us, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you. Yeah, if you when you getting ready to go up to your seat, you'll look at the coaches box. We're going to be on the far right hand side. We'll be right in there. So yeah, definitely do what Bill sets up in. Say hi. We always like company. So that's going to do it for us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show being brought to you by Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. We'd like to thank them for their sponsors uh, for the pregame show. We're going to get it together. We're all set for the Rowlett Eagles taking on the North Garland Raiders live from Williams Stadium. We'll catch you then. Everybody have a good day if you're listening to it early. And let's go Eagles!